The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. After her dream career fell apart, Kelly Mentor found her place serving God in one of the most dangerous and unlikely locations on the planet. I had an agenda, relationships that I wanted that the Lord said no to, you know, platforms that I wanted that He said no to. It was Him guiding me, and we finally came to that place of surrender and obedience mm -hmm. and saying, Lord, I'll do whatever you want me to do. I'll go wherever you want me to go. And, and then He delights you. Next. It's a privilege to talk to all of you and to talk to you. I, I wish you were here in the studio with us. Come join us on a taping. Call our office and say, when are you taping? Who with? And we'd like to, like to be with you. I'm James Robinson, and Betty and I welcome you to life today. I'm looking here at a, an interesting scene, and it's a very, uh, it's a title that, that intrigues me because I'm, I'm fascinated by the power of a river. Mm. Matter of fact, I want to release a, a stream of, of living water transforming truth all over the world. Beginning right here in America, we have such great need. Wherever the river runs, and, and this is an interesting story, how a forgotten people renewed my hope in the gospel. The, the writer, a forgotten people. He has something to do with the river. Hmm. It's written by Kelly Minter. She's a gifted musician, wonderful Bible teacher. I'm anxious to find out what this river did. Would you welcome Kelly Mentor to life today? Kelly, glad to have you. Thank you. Well, you and I have had a little conversation while we were visiting. You to know that I'm very much uh, impressed with the power of a river to bring mm -hmm. forth life. And this one brought forth life because this is the Amazon, am I right? Yes. I want to know how did it do it because there's a lot of uh, challenges associated with the Amazon, and there's a lot of remote areas and difficult to get to, and there are people that we didn't just Elizabeth Elliot, you know, tell us about it, but mm -hmm. we know that it's it's tough. Mm -hmm. So how did, and this is the river you're talking about. That's the river, and that's part of the boat that I've been on numerous times, <laughs> sleeping in a hammock in that boat right there. So uh, Tell me about it. Yeah, it's just absolutely amazing how spread out and how vast the Amazon, I believe it's something like 2,000 miles long. It, it's just, it's 250 <laughs> miles wide, I believe. Wow. It's, it, it's like widest point. I mean, it's just unbelievable. It's amazing. And there are people, there are people that live all along the Amazon. And I asked this one uh, jungle pastor one day, I said, I said, here your village floods every single year, every year the waters come up and they, they it covers your village. And I said, why do you stay? Why do you stay there? And his eyes just welled up and he said, because there are lives there, mm. because there are lives there. And it, wherever the river runs, I mean, it's the gospel going as far to the ends of the earth. And I think sometimes when I'm in the jungle and I'm on that boat and it's in the middle of the night and I'm floating on the Amazon, I'm like, this is the end of the earth. This has got to be, <laughs> I mean, this is the original middle of nowhere. And, uh, and, but, but there are people there and there are people whose lives are being changed by Jesus Christ in ways that I had never experienced in my own Christian, kind of had the Lord just kind of boxed in, you know, mm -hmm. nicely and um, love the word of God and so blessed. But 
being there and seeing some of these people live out Christianity in a way that I'd never seen has just How really changed me. How did you come to go there? I mean, I'm curious to know, why did you ever end up going to the, <laughs> well, you know, to this middle of nowhere? Exactly. Exa I'm trying to figure that you out could have gone. You <laughs> could have gone shopping, you know? I mean, somebody would go shopping with you. Somebody would have, and I wouldn't have <laughs> needed a hammock or a boat to do it. But, um, yeah, you know, actually, that's such an interesting question because it's not what I would have ever chosen. It's not what I would have picked. Um, I had my sights um, in my 20s on this big music career and I signed a record deal, moved to Nashville, Tennessee, and I was gonna be famous and rich for Jesus. Yeah. And uh, you know, uh, I don't know if anybody else ever, ever wanted to do that, but, uh, and I was so excited, and the Lord spent a good seven years just humbling me, and I wasn't famous, I wasn't rich, I wasn't having in, any influence, and, and just a lot of broken dreams in the music business, and such a painful time for me, among many other things that were going on in my life that were very difficult, very hard. And as a result, I ended up meeting this man in the music business that had a real heart for the Amazon. And I signed a record deal with that company and I thought, okay, here I am. They've got some of the biggest worship leaders in the on the globe, signed a record deal and didn't realize that the Lord was just tricking me to get me down <laughs> to, middle to, the Amazon, to the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it had nothing to do with my career in music. And what's so amazing is that man, John Pacalabo, um, behind some of the greatest, truly greatest um, worship songs of our day, like In Christ Alone and Blessed Be Your mm. Name and Here I Am to Worship, mm. he passed away um, 14 months ago of uh, cancer and essentially handed the ministry over um, to a, a group of dear friends. And, 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 and now all of a sudden, here I am going to the Amazon jungle and I realized this really wasn't about me and my big <laughs> venture and plan. And yet the beauty is that the Lord has so delighted my heart in the process. Mm -hmm. And I have sung, and I was telling you um, earlier, I got to sing to a woman that was my age in a, in a hut. And I'm telling you in the middle, truly of nowhere, a little village called Jaraki. And this woman has been hanging from a hammock her entire life. She was born with cerebral palsy. And I walked in and they asked if I could sing a song for her. Mm. A believer in Jesus, no speech, but huge smile, has heard the gospel, understands. And I started singing and I just lost it. I mean, I was weeping. I mean, as hard as I have wept. And you know, one of my friends looked at me and was like, we're actually here to encourage, you know, <laughs> you know bring the joy, the life, you know. <laughs> But I, there was so much wrapped up in those tears, but I, I, what, a, what a humbling opportunity Could you see in, in her demeanor or her countenance a peace that amazed oh, you? Oh, I mean, she would smile so big and just rotten, gnarled teeth, hands mm. turned in, but the biggest smile, loved, loves us being there. And I realized here I was in my own flesh and ambition trying to, trying to go after this big career that I thought mattered and that was going to make me happy. And it was like in that moment, the Lord's like, this mm. is where the fulfillment is, is when you're just walking in my will and in my way. Mm -hmm. And I just would have never, never thought that, that I would find such joy there and, and heartache and heartbreak, but also people encouraging me in my faith in ways that I, I just could have never imagined. You were moved, I can imagine, by the love of the missionaries for all these different people in these remote places. Like you said, that pastor wouldn't leave no matter mm -hmm. how difficult the challenge is. Mm -hmm. When you were talking about, uh, you know, singing to that that, that girl, mm -hmm. uh, I, I, I just really feel, you know, inclined to look at all of you who are, mm -hmm. uh, you're looking in on this scene. And uh, 
I think you say, well, that's, that's really good. And, but I think maybe you would ask what, what I ask sometimes. I say, Lord, you, you can heal people, you know, make her move. And he can, mm -hmm. and, and you know, he does. And I, I've actually seen him take crippled mm -hmm. limbs and I actually saw him heal a person that was totally paralyzed. And they, they actually got up and walked with tremendous atrophy because they had no real muscle structure, mm -hmm. but you know, they had been paralyzed 20 years and they walked. And I, and I saw that and I've seen blind eyes open. And yet I, I will ask the Lord, you know, mm -hmm. why, don't we, why don't we do it all the time? Yes. I don't understand. And mm -hmm. here, here's what I've learned because I know if I'd have been there, I'd have gone over and blessed her and mm -hmm. prayed for her. Mm -hmm. And I said, Lord, mm -hmm. did you get this lady out of this, oh. this hammock? You know? mm -hmm. And by the way, see, if, 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 if we go ahead and do that, because it was when I just said, well, I'll go for it. <laughs> I saw somebody who couldn't talk start talking mm -hmm. perfectly. Wow. <laughs> it amazed them, amazed me. Uh, I've seen things happen, like mm -hmm. tumors go away. What I learned is just go ahead and do it. And, mm -hmm. and by the way, if you don't have like a healing reputation, it's even more effective. <laughs> yeah, you say, oh, boy, he just loves to show up. Nobody expects it. Mm -hmm. And by the way, when they do get well, don't go buy a tent, okay? So you have a healing minister going out. <laughs> no, just say, just just praise God mm -hmm. and, and say, Lord, just show everybody. But mm -hmm. but here's the thing, Kelly. It's so important for people to realize that God hasn't failed if they don't get up. No. Because a lot of times people who can't get up got more get up in mm -hmm. them than we do who are standing up. Well, and what because does Paul the say? Him. It, it, Paul says that the, the, our sufferings here are not going to be to be compared with the glory that That's we're going to exactly have. Right. And, and I think that was part of my tears was that mm -hmm. I realized that this is so tragic and so difficult, but the glory... Mm -hmm. is, this is a flash. This is a vapor. And he says that is as hard as it is here... Is not even going to be able to be compared to what we will have in eternity, That's and right. mm -hmm. and it reminds me too. Um, just we, and, and, and I, I agree. I, I mean, the, these these people have taught me so much about healing prayer and the miracles, and we need sure. to do it. We need to Absolutely. go after Trust it. God. But the but the soul of these people, that's what they want more than anything. Absolutely. They want the freedom and the peace of Jesus. And I remember there was this one, we stopped in a school that the, the water was coming up and it was just about to get into the school. And see, unfortunately, when the water comes up, so do the caiman, which is their crocodile. Mm -hmm. So do the anaconda. They're looking for dry spaces. So a lot of these people sleep with their machetes in their hands. I mean, it's very tragic when the water comes up. But I was singing in a school and all the kids were so happy because they were young and they're just used to it, you know? They're used to the water and the caiman. And, but there was this one, about 12-year-old boy, and he, he was so somber and so solemn. And the, I really believe the Holy Spirit just pointed him out to me and told me in my heart as I was leading, here's a leader, here's a leader. But I couldn't figure out why he was so upset or what was going on. And I grabbed him afterward and grabbed my interpreter over this wonderful woman that translates for us. And, and I started asking him questions, and he said, yeah, my, the water is about to come into my house. I'm the second oldest of 10. My oldest brother is gone. My dad is gone. And it, all the responsibility falls to me, and he's 12 years old. Mm -hmm. And so immediately I go into that American mindset. How can I fix this? We can build you a new house. We can jack the house up. We've got construction guys here. We can get you food. We can get you a canoe. You know, I'm thinking of all my things. And after all, and he's kind of nodding like, okay, okay. And then I, get, I say to him, I said, hey, I wanted to let you know that when I was singing, the, the Lord pointed you out to me, and I just think you're supposed to be a leader. And I started asking him about if he's involved in the church and his faith and all that. And after we were done, 
He didn't care about the money, the house, the clothes. He said, no one has ever seen me before. God has sent you to see me. Wow. And I, I thought that's what the world wants. And you, you all were talking earlier about how we are, no matter whether we go to China or the Amazon or, or across the street, that we will see everybody as made in the image of God and someone who needs mm-hmm. a savior. And that's what people are crying out for. I that's thought you right. wanted all of our stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was like, okay, the stuff maybe. And that's all helpful and we <laughs> sure. need to be sacrificed and we need to be giving. Sure. But what we want is God to see us. And it made me think of Hagar in the desert and the angel coming mm-hmm. and, and, and Hagar saying, Lord, you, you're the God who sees. And, and I think that's what the Amazon has helped me do is, is be back here in the States and, and see, and see who is the Lord sending me to. And, uh, you know, kind of wherever that river runs. Well, I think what is, as I listen to your story, what is so beautiful to me, first of all, is just to see how you just, the, gl- the gl- glow about your life, you know, mm. and, and how you, mm. you, you're so excited. I mean, who would be excited about going to the Amazon? You know? Come on, Betty, I can get you excited <laughs> about it. <laughs> but it's because God's, you're in His will. Mm-hmm. You're where He wants you mm-hmm. to be, and, and you feel safe because it mm-hmm. is dangerous. You, I mean, just from the little you, you've described, it's very dangerous. Mm-hmm. But you have peace there in the midst so of all much of that peace. because you're where He wants mm-hmm. you to be, mm-hmm. and that's that's a big difference. If we can find in our own lives mm-hmm. what it is God has put us here for, mm-hmm. and where He wants us to be, it makes all the difference mm-hmm. in the world. And isn't it funny that I have so much more peace when I'm right in the middle of the Lord's will, even if it, there happened to be some like crocodile around, then... That's better than a lot of churches. Well, <laughs> hey, now, I did not say it's that. It's scary. That. I tell you, uh, churches can be pretty scary. you sleep with machetes, right? Uh, yeah. But uh, no, but uh, I fought his will for so much. I had an agenda, relationships yeah. that I wanted that the Lord said no to. You know, platforms that I wanted that he said no to. And, and not that the Lord is the Lord of no. He's the Lord of yes, too. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was him guiding me. And it was finally came to that place of many places, of points of surrender and obedience mm-hmm. and saying, Lord, I'll do whatever you want me to do. I'll go wherever you want me to go. And, and then he delights you. Yeah. Uh, he really does. And I, I'm just as surprised as you are. I, I, that just never was on my agenda. I promise you the Amazon was, not was never pick. on my agenda. Uh, having the third annual Jungle Pastors Conference last year was never on my agenda. <laughs> the first annual Jungle Pastors Conference was not on my agenda. And, and yet probably best week of my life every year. Best week of the year. Let me ask you, do you see the joy of the Lord yeah. in yeah. Kelly's face? You see that? I found my I found myself watching her smile sometimes, and I just wanted to do a freeze frame because <laughs> it's the joy of the Lord. It is truly the joy of the Lord. I felt really impressed, Kelly. And by the way, I wish you'd get the book. I mean, just get it. It just tells these stories and just the, the glow of God, the glory of God, the joy of the Lord's owner, and uh, and, and read them. Where's your website? If people want to know where you're going to be singing, where you're going to be teaching. What kind of material you've got? Where would they go? That's just kellyminter.com. So just my name. All right. And then this group that does this mission outreach down yes. there. If you say, hey, we might want to go down there with the crocodile. <laughs> I'll, I'll, okay. I'll bring you to Amazon. Yeah, yes. But if you want to know about this ministry, you say, could we help them in some way? What's the name of the ministry? Justiceandmercyinternational.org. And, that, and that would be the website. Mm-hmm. Okay. Justiceandmercyinternational.org. All right. And if you're impressed in any way, you, you go to that website and, and, and you help them. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt really impressed a while ago while you were talking about what you said to that boy. 
hmm. that I want to say it. I want to say it to everybody out here. And I want to say it to every one of you. You, you really need to hear God telling you how important you are to his kingdom purpose and, and how important your life is, how special you are, how uniquely you've been created. And he wants to do something through your life that you can't even imagine. Mm-hmm, now, mm-hmm. now, now, here's the thing I think God really wants you to hear. He wants you to know that in Christ and Christ in you, he is fully pleased. He loves you. He wants to love others through you. He wants there to be a river flowing through you, a river of life and love. If you, if you would just right where you are say, God, I believe you've chosen me. You gave your son for me. I want you to come into my life. I want to be different. I want to be changed by your power. Would you just tell him that? And then would you dial that number and, and call us? And I want to send you a book uh, that is, is, is really about your new life that you, you have in Christ, knowing God as Father. It's a simple Bible. So it tells a little bit of my story, but it, then it will get you into the Word. And just say, I want that because I believe God touched me. You're so special to Him. He loves you. Mm-hmm. Would you do that? Kelly, I want to say thank you. And I want to remind everybody watching, this book is available. Would you, would you join Betty and me again telling Kelly thank you? Thank you for being a witness. Thank you for your wonderful talent. And, and Kelly, you know, we got something here that we're going to give everybody that would like to have it. This is a devotional book that Betty has written, uh, Free to Be Me. I mean, this, this is her journey, and a lot of it is the two of us together. We're sending this to those of you who will make any gift, and we're sending to those of you who will make a gift of $100 or more the beautiful His Word is Life coffee cups. We want to send these things to you to bless you, but here's what I want to ask you to do. Join me and Betty because we give a well every time we have the opportunity. Would you help us finish drilling another 500 wells? Would you do it? We need your help. I want you to watch closely and see if you don't want to meet the need that's addressed right here. Watch it closely and prayerfully. There are certain stories which must be told. They must be told because something must be done. Scenes which scream for intervention. The desperation that Angola's drought has created for Dominguez is one of them. But desperation is not a word which can adequately describe her circumstances. In fact, we are finding that no words can. We cannot sufficiently describe the need of Dominguez's small family. We simply must show you. You may not fully understand the nature or effects of waterborne diseases. But you probably understand that these children will not survive much longer with this as their only water. 
something must be done. You know, as I watched that, I found myself saying immediately, I'll tell you one thing, there's going to be a well there. You tell those little kids, got your well. And as I was thinking that, I kind of felt a check in my heart. No, there's somebody watching somewhere right now. Give them a well. And, and I want you to have that, that sense. All right. They got a well. So say it and mean it and do it and call and say, I'm paying for the well. But, but here's the thing, Betty. That's a picture of hundreds of places where we've got that same image over and over and over, hundreds of times a day. And we want to give them a well too. So I'm asking everybody watching to help us complete the 500 wells. Betty, I'm believing that that everybody out here watching would say and feel what I felt. Okay, I want to do that. And they'll, if they can't give the well, they'll at least give a part of it or give the $48 to give 10 people or 144 to give 30. I just believe everybody has that feeling that I had as I looked at those little, little old cups, that filthy water, yeah, and said, and I want to correct You see these it. precious children, you said, I want to give a well so they can have water. And like James says, that's just one place that needs a well because without the clean water, many more children like these little ones that are so precious in the sight of God, we, they're gonna die too if we don't get the fresh water to them. They'll keep going back to the only source they have. Well, let's give them a choice. Let's give them another source of living water. Please join with us. And what I'm gonna ask you to do is just go to the phone. Many people have called in and they trust in Christ. They're saying, pray with me. I've told you this many times. It's not an exaggeration. If, if we had 200 people call and say, I'm going to help you with a well, we'll have 2,000 call to get help. That's a typical day. 80% of our calls are people calling to either give their life to God, get right with God, pray, or we need help. And then some will call to say we can help. Praise God, because we want to help you. I'm asking you right now if you'll do this. Just get a bank card, and I pray you do it. I wish you'd feel like I want to run to do it. Get your bank card, dial that number, write it down, call until you get through in case people are calling to give their life to Christ or saying, I want to help too. But call and then make the largest gift you can. If you can give a well, please do. Give a part of a well, do it. Whatever you can give, $48, $144, that's huge. If you want to go online, lifetoday.org, you can go there and make the gift. If you write a check, make it to life, but please call us and tell us what you're sending in. We have to know so we can tell the missionaries, those who are drilling the wells, yes, we can cover that area. Thank you for making it. It's a wonderful life-giving call. We have some gifts for you, but you are giving the gift of life. In love, you're doing it, and I thank you for it. I pray every one of you watching will do what God's put on your heart. Every day, millions of children are forced to make a dreadful choice, drink filthy, polluted water filled with deadly disease, or die from thirst. No child should ever be faced with this decision. The good news is there is a solution. 
Mission Water for Life is one of the most exciting and viable demonstrations of God's love in the world today. Suffering can end because clean water changes everything. With your gift today, we can establish and drill 500 water wells for remote villages in over 12 different nations. Your gift of $24 will help provide clean water for five people. A gift of $48 will help provide for 10 people. $72 will impact 15 people. And $144 will help provide fresh, clean, disease-free water for 30 people for a lifetime. With your gift, you'll receive the brand new Free To Be Me 40-Day Devotional where Betty shares the challenges, victories, and insights God gave her while struggling through fear and insecurity. You'll also receive Betty's book, Free To Be Me. With your gift of $100 or more, you may request Life's Inspirational Coffee Mug Set, featuring encouraging quotes and scripture to brighten your mornings for years to come. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,200 to help provide water for 250 people, or a gift of $4,800 to help sponsor a complete well, and request this beautifully framed canvas print of the Forest Chapel by the painter of light, Thomas Kincaid. Please call, write, or make your gift online today. This mother has four children. Last summer, a year ago, they had an outbreak of intestinal disease from contaminated water. Two of her children got very, very sick. Now she's got a little baby, just a few months old, and this baby is living on her mother's milk. This baby's nursing. But Betty, pretty soon, this little baby's gonna be drinking that water. And oftentimes, it takes their lives. It really does, James, and, and they can't do anything about it because it's all the water that they have. I just can't even imagine. This little baby is so precious, so beautiful. Her mama just cuddling her and taking care of her, and she makes little sounds of life. But you know, I don't know how long those little sounds of life will be if we don't do something to help them. We can make the difference by doing the water wells and giving them a fresh cup of water. I'd like you to be one of the hands. Reach out and dial the telephone number and take your bank card and use it like a check or write a check and make it to life and say, I want to give life to children like this and keep them healthy. Well, Betty and I joined together saying thanks in behalf of the missionaries and all the families and children you'll help because I'm believing we're going to get those wells. Kelly Minter, what a blessing she is. Would you like to tell her a great big thank you again? Thank you, Kelly, for your radiance for your joy and get the story and there's her website again check it out thank you so much for giving us this opportunity
Tomorrow on Life Today, Megan Boudreaux shares about her personal encounter with a miracle on Voodoo Mountain that strengthened her faith. Wait a second, what are you saying? Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.